Hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day, because I know I am, because today is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. So today we finally conclude our study on fixing your thoughts and resting our minds and allowing us to get the toxic thoughts out and put biblical thoughts. With this in mind, let's start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here in reverence of you, Lord, being thankful for what you've given us, Lord. Lord, we are so blessed that we can be called your children and be able to cherish what you have set before us. May you guide us and protect us, O Lord, as we continue the path that you have set before us, so that when we cross the finish line, O Lord, we can run into your arms, and we can hear you say to us, Well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, Amen and Amen. So if you have your Bibles open, we're going to be in Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11. And it states, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Now, when the tempter came up to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but in but but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up. lest you shall dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not be tempted, the Lord your God. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. And again, the devil took him on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Man, that's a lot of powerful reading and powerful words from Jesus. And Dr. Caroline Leaf just writes a very interesting uh, quote that I kind of thought about. Why the 21 days, you know? Um, So after 21 days of rewriting thought, you have wiped out the toxic thought and replaced it with positive, productive thought. Here's how we change our lives. Because did you know that it takes 21 days for you to practice, to keep positive thoughts in your mind, It takes 21 days. It could be one of the longest 21 days of your life, but it takes 21 days 
to completely overhaul your mind. So Matthew 4, 11, Matthew 4, 1 through 11, tell us about the devil tempting Jesus. When he was in the wilderness for 40 days, during that time, Jesus went without God or went without food. The devil knew he was weak and he tempted Jesus to turn from God. With each attack from the devil, Jesus responded with the word of God. Even though he went without physical uh, assistance for 40 days, he survived and thrived spiritually. Because Jesus spent time with his father, he knew the truth. He was prepared for this temptation. We can't live in freedom if we constantly allow our toxic thought to monopolize our thinking. The best way to battle them is by applying scripture because that will strengthen us in our own battle. We must gear up ahead of time and not try to do this once we're in the battle. Soldiers don't look for their weapons when the bullets are flying. They are prepared ahead of time of all times. And at all times, pardon me. So let's prepare ourselves by putting our minds to the test and choosing to capture thoughts instead of uh, entertaining them. And once we do that, we end that lie that has held us hostage by declaring God's truth. This is how we live free of toxic thoughts. But it is also true that if we will if we will fix our thoughts on Jesus and live our lives to honor him the need for having to test and capture our thoughts will decrease the author of the message paraphrases encourages us at the end of the philippians 4:8 to fill our minds with the best not the worst the beautiful not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. We must continually be filling our minds with the things that bring life. We must look for the good. For we do, will find it. Amen. And amen. And this comes, this comes at a pinnacle point in our lives as well. Because when we come to things at life, or when we come to things at hand, how do we grow in our walk, in our spiritual walk? When we continually fill our minds with news, fill our minds with people that we surround ourselves that are toxic, and continue to fill our minds with ungodly thoughts, with unspiritual thoughts, with thoughts that meant to hurt us, with thoughts that meant to deteriorate our walk with God. It's interesting because so many of us feel comfortable around people that we go around with, our friends and our family. But it's those people that might drive toxic thoughts. It's those people that you might not feel safe around. And it's those people 
that when trials and tribulations come, who is left? This comes um, to a mind or a thought. When I was young, when I was in the military, actually, when I was young, let's put it that way, I surrounded myself with individuals that wanted to, that felt bad for me, that were like my yes people. There's a danger to having yes people because those yes men are not out there to look for your best interests. Those yes people, yes men, are not out for your best collaboration and do not want and do not want what's best for you. They will agree with you on horrible decisions. They will agree with you on terrible thoughts, and they will not hold you accountable if you slip up. That's why we need to urge ourselves and do our due diligence to surround ourselves with godly men and women so that when we so that when the storms come the rain falls we can go to them and we can ask for guidance ask for prayer so that we will not be lost that we will be obedient and that we will we will continue the path that God has set for us so it's pretty easy with this 10-day or this five-day practice we went to of training your thoughts into uh, getting toxic thoughts out and bringing godly thoughts. With this in mind, we're going to close it with a word of, word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can come here in reverence of you, Lord. We can come here and we just bless uh, the things that you've given us, Lord the beautiful weather, the transitioning from summer to fall and from fall to winter, the changing of the trees, of the colors. We look back and we think of those as our life, how we are becoming older and mature in our faith and how as each day passes, we are getting drawn closer to you, Lord. And we just pray for the families that are entrapped in the hurricane iron spot in their path. We pray that the storms don't cause any casualty of life. We pray for families and we pray for individuals that do not have a home during this time. We pray that people can open up their doors for their neighbors and people they do not know because you instructed us to, Lord. May you guide us and protect us and guide the first responders that are going to be going out after the hurricane passes, that they can help rebuild and re-energize the cities and small towns. And along, Lord, may you show people your mercy and your love during this time for the families that might lose everything due to flooding. But in our personal walk, Lord, may you give us the strength and the energy to continue the path that you have set before us, so that when we cross that finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So I have very exciting news for you guys. Tomorrow we're going to have a very special guest. His name is Pastor Mark out of Massachusetts. He is going to join this podcast. As today we're going to take a break um, and we're going to do Sports Tuesday with, with myself
and Michael Gardner from Savage Dawn Filter. So join us as we get to mix things up on this wonderful podcast. And remember, God loves you, and I'll meet you at the finish line. And have a blessed day. Bye.